Welcome to the 31st episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood. Uh, This episode will include a look back on this week, uh, distance learning, what's coming next week for distance learning, a quote from my Power of a Positive Team book, and actually we'll talk about the NFL draft, which is coming up next week, and hope you guys enjoy. Alright, for math, this week for distance learning, we looked at multiplying decimals, which I had assigned um, 7th grade IXL uh, E3, and then we looked at dividing decimals, and then for that I assigned our um, 2.6 online, which can be found in bigideasmath.com. So that'll lead us into next week, so starting next Monday, we're going to be looking at algebraic expressions, so algebra. Stuff we've learned this year, so... What I'll be asking the students to do is nothing new. It is going to continue the trend of reviewing what we've already learned. So uh, we'll look at algebraic expressions and looking at how to write these expressions as well. Um, And those will both be online assignments, obviously, but they'll be found on uh, bigideasmath.com. And then I'm also going to look at some multiplication facts next week. I'll have them use an app uh, to practice that just not going to require that they show me anything, but just ask that they do that too. So that'll be next week. Um, looking at algebra, and I'll be putting out some uh, two videos, I believe, on Schoology, just reviewing. And then I'm also going to put out a document uh, that goes over uh, the terms. So helping us understand when we're writing these expressions and looking at the expressions, like what words tell us what operations to use to write the expression. So... I'll be putting out, uh, uh, like I said, a document. I think it's one of the one of the students' uh, notes that I had kept, I just really well written out. So that'll be included as well. But that's what you can expect um, next week too. For uh, just an overall sixth grade uh, work stuff, will be they'll continue for reading with uh, Lost in the Sun book writing. I know there'll be an, uh, a writing activity on school. James Nelson will put up. And then science next week will be looking at, uh, I believe, a... Oh, no, excuse me. I lied. It's social next week. It'll be some something with to deal with the three branches of government. So after next week, though, so the week of the 27th, they'll go back to science. So we do two weeks of science, two weeks of social. So next week will be the second week of social, and then it'll go back to science. So just so everyone's aware, but that will be... Uh, next week's schedule for uh, distance learning. And if you have any questions, um, please just reach out to me. Feel free. You know, email, uh, class dojo, Zoom. Some kids message me on Zoom. That works too. So, Okay, first things first. If you guys don't know who John Gordon is, you need to Google who John Gordon is. Um, you need to follow him on Instagram, uh, Twitter, social media. Uh, he's by far my favorite author. He's the author of all these, you know, positive books that I talk about, and he's the he writes all these positive quotes that I talk about. Um, he's just a great guy, and he just he delivers great messages, and it's very inspiring, very motivational, very positive, and um, it just I feel like he it, he just relates to a lot of people. So, anyway. The quote for this week 
comes out of uh, his book, The Power of a Positive Team. And it's a simple, maybe not even a quote, it's a saying he says, but he's talking about, uh, you know, in your mind or just in your life, that you must weed the negative and feed the positive. So it goes back to the weed and feed. You know, you're looking at when you weed the negative thoughts out, those are like pulling the weeds. And then the positive thoughts are like those, uh, you know, those flowers that you're trying to feed and trying to grow them. So I thought that was a perfect uh, an analogy, I guess you'd say, um, for me to understand and for I think anybody to understand that you want to try to pull those negative thoughts and get rid of them. Because if you leave weeds, you know what happens when you leave the weeds. They spread and then they're all over and it's almost impossible to get all those weeds out. So the same can be said about those negative thoughts. If you don't get rid of the negative thoughts right away, more negative thoughts are going to come and come and then that's just going to eventually consume all the positive thoughts. And like I said, the positive thoughts are like the flower. You want to, you know, uh, feed them, keep feeding them, keep feeding those positive thoughts, keep having more because the more positive thoughts you have, obviously the more positive things are going to happen to you. So um, message here is clear. Weed the negative, feed the positive. Okay, for sports this week, I'm going to take a little break from my uh, Madden. Um, and actually talk about the NFL draft because that is starting next Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a virtual draft, which will be different, but we'll still get to, uh, they're still going to televise it on ESPN and everything, so um, we'll get to watch it. But uh, I found this article yesterday and I read it and it was really interesting. But it looks at um, the Vikings' draft tendencies. So, anyway, actually, off topic, not off topic, but different. Next week, so first round will be. Thursday rounds two and three are Friday, and then the four through seven will be on Saturday. So gives us some sports to watch next week. But anyway, looking at our purple people eaters here, the Vikings, their draft tendencies. So, you know, next week they have two first-round picks, so that's why, like, Thursday is really important. But, you know, under Spielman, I think Rick Spielman took over in 2012, our general manager, and his history, too, in round one has been this. He stays put at his picks and he drafts for need, but he doesn't reach. So, I mean, you can expect, what are, what are the three main positions that I guess we need? Probably cornerback, offensive line, and wide receiver. So I would, and this guy, that article, it's really good, uh, but he rec he's saying that out of those three, you're gonna see two. So you'll see either, you know, a cornerback, a line, cornerback, wide receiver, or a line, wide receiver. So those are three positions that need, so I would expect them to stay where they're at, not reach, right, and just draft for, uh, draft for need. Um, now round two, which is will be on Friday, you know, their history there, they've done this. I think Delvin Cook, but Rick Spielman likes to trade up. So if a player that their value is falling a little bit, they're going to move up as fast as they can in that second round somewhere and move up from their spot and they're going to draft them. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you saw like a wide receiver that maybe they didn't pick in the first round, start to drop a little bit in the second, they trade up. Um, round three though, it's actually, I don't remember this, and then I read that, I'm like, oh man, yeah, it's always boring, because he tends to trade back, he'll trade back multiple times, because just because he loves to have, you know, a lot of draft picks, a lot of uh, ammunition, I guess, um, so, like, in 2015, they traded back twice in the third round, and then drafted Daniel Hunter, which was a pretty good pick, um, so, wouldn't be surprised come Friday if they, you know, move up in the second round and then trade back in the third round. And then, you know, fourth, probably fourth round, 
their history is under Rick Schumann. They draft like a D-line, offensive lineman, or like a running back. So look for them in the mid-rounds. Um, he also likes to do this in the later rounds, like 5th, 6th, 7th. Maneuver around and just, like I said, grab those more pick, like more picks because he just loves that. And one thing they always draft, uh, they always take like a late-round linebacker, so look for that. They like to take a late-round tight end. And then wouldn't surprise me too if they try to take uh, an athletic edge rusher, someone that's like a project. Like Daniel Hunter wasn't, his stats in college weren't that good, but Zimmer took him and Andre Patterson, the D-line coach, and they worked with him. And you look at him now, he's a freak. So, and he was very athletic. I think you'll see something like that too now that uh, Griffin's gone. So, um, yeah, there you go. So uh, he tends to make about 10 picks. So I think this year he has... Uh, 12 total picks. I wouldn't be surprised if he you know, ends up going down a little bit if he has to move up. So, um, But anyways, that's what you can expect from the Vikings next week. I mean, let's be honest. We know they need offensive line help. You know, with Diggs gone, they're looking at another wide receiver. So. And, you know, cornerback too. With, you left what, three cornerbacks go. So, uh, yeah, I would say those are the biggest needs. And, you know, hopefully they don't, uh, they don't reach. But, I mean, obviously if if a Sharif Floyd incident happens again where Sharif Floyd was a top five pick, right, and then he slipped, if something like that would happen with, you know, maybe not necessarily, you know, a position that they need, but an absolute stud that's just falling for, you know, some weird reason, maybe the Vikings can pick him up at 22-25, or, you know what, maybe the Vikings really love this one player in the first round and they're going to trade both picks and move up. I have no idea. Um, you see the rumors for... Odell Beckham Jr. here the last few days talking about the Vikings trading a second and a fifth for for Odell Beckham. Who knows? Uh, Anthony Harris, you know, they franchise tagged him. Are they going to trade him during the draft and try to get more, uh, you know, capital there? I don't know. But at least now we have some sports that we'd be really excited about. Um, and then, you know, this Sunday too, this is off topic, but that Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls uh, 30 for 30 documentary is going to drop. So, uh, that'll be interesting to watch too, but really excited for the draft. I uh, just bought a Traeger, hoping the Traeger's here by then so I can grill some good food for, uh, um, or smoke some good food for the draft. So, Skull Vikings. Alright, best thing I guess I saw this week or happened this week, and it's actually just happened this morning. Um, shout out to one of my students. Uh, Connor Clamine. He sent me an email, and it was very short, uh, very sweet, and made me smile, and it made me appreciate a lot of things. And it said, "Have a good day and stay safe." So my student Connor just happened to email me this morning. Just said, "Have a good day and stay safe." You know, right now it's those little things like that, like. For him to just reach out to me, just a short little email. Hey, have a good day. Stay safe. I mean, just we need those little positive things, those little, those things right now in this world. So for him to go out of his way just to you know wish me a good day and stay safe, uh, I thought was awesome. So you know, because it's easy to get caught up in all the other stuff going on right now, but those little messages like that, they they're not so little. I mean, they they're big and they're impactful. So uh, shout out to Connor. Uh, that was the best thing. Just a short little email, nice quick little message, and I, I responded to him too. You know, I just said, hey, thanks, Connor. You know, same to you, and I hope you have a great weekend because uh, weather is going to be warming up here. So, 
Uh, just wanted to throw that out there that it's just it's fun to see that and my my sixth graders get it they understand this the importance of uh you know the little things so have a great weekend guys and with that my watch has ended <laughs>